I love it. Okay, you guys. It is Adrian. Adrian Obi. Capricorn Tigris of Astrology a Look Inside. And it is Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. The horoscope chart is right. And so what I'm going to do is see who has put in requests. And if you want to get your chart done tonight, please make sure you get your request in before I close up for the night. So I do know there is someone who's requested. So let's see who that is. Going down. Okay, Courtney Smith. Did I do Courtney Smith? I don't remember. Let me go check. If I did Courtney Smith, that means that uh, anyone can just jump in, in there and be number one. So let's see if I did Courtney. If I didn't, I'll do her first. I remember doing Stephanie. Uh, let's see. Ooh. But we have to talk about the, uh, talk about where the planets are right now as well. Because <sighs> there's a lot going on planet-wise. You see, Courtney Smith, did I do her? I did. Okay, so Courtney, you're done. Okay, so I'm going to just say, I'm putting it out there now, and anyone who wants their chart done, let me know if you want me to look it over. If you've already had a reading with me, then just let me know because I have it on file already. So that's kind of cool. Let me refresh here and see. If not, I'm going to go where my heart leads me. Because <laughs> I do that sometimes. Sometimes names come to me and I just feel like I need to pull up their information and give them some advice. Okay, let's see here. <laughs> Someone says, where are the planets? Thank you, Deborah. I am doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Tanya. Hola, hola, my sweet sister. Hola. Okay, you guys, I tell you what, I'm going to tell you where the planets are. And Tanya, I've got your chart, so I'm going to give you an update. Deborah, I don't know if I have your chart. If I do, um, I would love to give you a reading. And if not, all I need is your birth data, you know, where you, uh, day you were born, time you were born in place. And then I can put you in here and find out information about you. And for now, and I'm going to give Tanya uh, a one up because I saw her and I have done her chart before. And I, that's why I love the horoscope chart of the bolt of activity, as I call it. <laughs> so, Tanya, you're going to be first here. I'm going to do you a, a favor, my sweet friend. And I'm doing transits, natal, and progressions. So we'll see where everything is in the night sky. I will use the Koch system. I'm going to put in a part of fortune, Vertex Lilith, Chiron, Ceres, Pallas, Juno, Vesta. And let's see what we get here. What's going on with Tanya? Hmm. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Now, I don't know if it's you or there's someone else, but you are the one that has, uh, I can't remember if there's someone else who has this because I remember talking about it, but I think it was you. 
you've got Saturn and Pluto <laughs> straddling, literally straddling your midheaven. Like one is on one side and one is on the other side because your midheaven is at 19 degrees of Capricorn, <laughs> almost 20 degrees. I mean, if this is a fateful time for you, Tanya. And I think I've talked to you about this, but I don't know if you realize how serious, how like fateful it really is. Like literally like God is sitting up on top of your career saying, oh, I can't hit the note right now. But you know, if, if the heavens opened up and, and there was like this heavenly voice that came down and it was like, my child, my child, the time has come for you to achieve the greatness that I've went to bestow upon you. This, this my sweet child is your time, okay? You, you must pursue your career with all your heart, all your might, all your soul, every ounce of your being, because this is it, my child, this is it. And I mean that. I mean, I'm not God, but I'm saying that's what he would say, okay? Okay, so look, you got Saturn. I don't know. It's so funny because, you know, they're retrograding, okay? So when I see this, I, I'm i seeing a message. And, oh, you guys, you have to excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> ah, oh, my gosh. Oh. Sorry, you guys, that was a personal thing. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, yeah, when I see this, when I see Pluto about to go onto your midheaven and Saturn, uh, you know, just slightly off of it, I know, first of all, that as they're retrograding, like Pluto's retrograding to conjunct that midheaven exactly. First of all, that's like the ultimate in power. You're, oh, wow. What a powerful moment you can have. And the thing is, since it's retrograding, all of the things that it's it's going backwards over, it's, it's going to go forward again. So it's like it's, it's backing up so that you can learn the reality that this is your time. See, you had to it, it, you had to get this awakening. So now that you got it, now that you're hearing it and I've confirmed it and oh, my God. Tanya, I swear I could not make this up. I just looked over. Jupiter, transiting Jupiter is retrograding in your eighth house. And I, I know what that means. It's going to go forward again, you know. It's in Jupiter in your eighth house. It's Jupiter, the planet of expansion and growth and abundance and like, oh my God, in a house of like money, in a house of inheritances and wealth and other people just, I, it's like, when I see that, that's like the cornucopia, like that's all the wealth just flowing out, flowing out, flowing out. So here's what you got to do. In order to attain that wealth, you really have to um, put all your emphasis onto your career. And I mean all of it. Saturn demands it right now. It's Saturn. And it's retrograding. It's the great teacher, the great taskmaster. It might be telling you to go back and get a degree, a certificate, an education to uh, maybe like um, not, you know, like your, incorp your corporation or, uh, you know, if you're going to get all the legal documents, all of that, get all of that together because uh, it's going into the ninth house. That's legal documents. Uh, Jupiter's in the eighth house, more legal documents. Pluto power power 
power. This is power, whatever it is you're doing. Now, my only thing I want to warn you about is about that Uranus sitting up on your midheaven like that. And it's, ah, and it's retrograding right back over your midheaven. What I don't want you to do because you got your progressive moon in your seventh house is, girl, don't you go and fall in love and let some fool take your money or something again. Don't you go through that again. Oh, my God. I, I just, I don't know why I keep thinking you're flirting. <laughs> you got the... The moon is all progressed in the seventh house right now. And it's just speaking of you doing falling in love suddenly out of the blue and doing something erratic. Oh, God, girl, don't do it. Fight the power. Fight the power. Saturn's up on your 10th house telling you to be serious. Okay, be serious. And Uranus is sitting on your ascendant going, no, let's have fun. Let's go wild and do everything we ever wanted to do. So look. <laughs> Look at it from the long term so you don't go off the deep end because Saturn literally is sitting on your ascendant and it's retrograding. And what it's going to do, and I don't want to, I'm, I'm not saying this to scare you. I just want you to be aware of it. So, you you know, if it, you get these vibes, then you know where they're coming from. <sighs> Uranus is very erratic and it's very eccentric. That's what it is. It, it's just craziness. It's like a bolt of lighting. It comes out of nowhere. It also makes you very brilliant. So you could be having really great ideas, really great ideas. I hope you're writing them down. Uh, but Uranus is going over your ascendant and it's going to go into your 12th house. That's the house of self undoing. That's why I say don't run off and get married only because it's the house of self undoing. Okay. It's where we undo ourselves because we did something that we, you know, it's going to screw us over. But the thing is, I don't think it's, if, if, when these planets go direct, I don't think it's a bad idea to get married. I'm, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just don't think you should do it when the planets are retrograde. That means don't get married until October 3rd or after. Okay, no matter how hot he is, <laughs> you got Venus progressed in the second house. And that means that's, you know, it's in Gemini. That's flirtation. I I mean, it might not even occurred yet, but and if and if you're looking for it and you're wondering where where are my flirtations, well, your progressed midheaven is in the eleventh house of hope, dreams, and wishes. He's in a group somewhere waiting for you, girl. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, if you want to learn more, <laughs> then reach out and get another reading with me, girl, because I do have a lot to tell you. You have a lot going on. Got a very active chart right now. Very, very active. Okay, so let me see if anyone else has put in. Someone said, like, you feel that, don't you? Tanya, I'm telling you, you are on, on, the, on the brink of a lot of great changes in your life. A lot. And it... You know, it's it's a beautiful thing. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure, Tanya. So I saw a couple other little names out there. And one of the little names I saw out there is one of my friends. But you know I love you, Regina. I saw your little self out there. Let me see what's going on with Regina. She's so cute. I love, by the way, I love your um your hair. She's got her little summer braids or summer locks are really nice. Let me see if I can find her. Uh, I have her in here somewhere. Regina. Regina, you've got a lot going on too. And I know why I'm being led to you. I know. I, I do. Because, um, well, let me just go ahead and pull it up. 
Okay. Regina. Oh, isn't that funny? Can I tell you guys, I always have this happen. And what I mean is this, there becomes a situation where there's themes, themes that the people that come to me each week have either similar charts or some factor in their charts that are similar. Well, I just did Tanya and out of the blue, right? Out of the blue, I pulled up Regina and Regina has Capricorn in the 10th house too. And I don't think that's a mistake. And she also has the Hermit Heaven in the 11th house. I don't think it's a mistake that I was led to her. And she also has Venus in the first house. Well, hers is in the first house, not the second, because Tanya's was in the second. So it's a whole different thing with you with Venus in the first house. You, my sweet, are learning to become beautiful. I mean, you are becoming beauty. You understand? Whereas if like with Tanya, I saw her that was love or, you know, gaining uh, maybe things and love and what she has to give. But in this case, it's so close to, is it on your son? Hold on for a second. Oh yeah, literally you are becoming beautiful. You are, it's it's meant to be. Uh, both Mars and Venus are conjunct in your first house progressed. At uh, Venus at 23 degrees of Aries, Mars at 24 degrees of Aries. Literally within a degree of each other, that is not a mistake. So th this is like beauty and action. Like you are fully integrated with that. That is a beautiful thing. And the amazing thing though, Regina, is that they're both within a, just a degree or two off of your sun, which is at 27 degrees of Aries. So this is a beautiful progression, progression that you're having right now. And I think you're just truly learning to be beauty, learning to be more proactive, um, more assertive, have more confidence in yourself um, and, and feel that inner beauty that exists within yourself. You might have just recently went through that anyway, because you got your moon at 15 degrees of Aries and um, it just went over that. Your Venus went over that. So you probably feel that night. I think I've talked to you about that when I did my reading with you that I feel like I've watched you blossom because I remember when you were, you were, you know, really sick a little bit and a little bit plumper. And then you just, just started to blossom and become more and more beautiful. And this is no mistake. This is progressed Venus in your first house, progressed Mars in your first house. And you were born with Venus on or very near your ascendant um, at birth. And so it, it's always been, I think, um, an issue for you. Uh, you've always wanted to be beautiful. You were born to be beautiful. And you know, that might sound crazy, but I really believe that. Now you're also going through um, a, a serious moment here because Chiron is in Aries and it is retrograding and it is retrograding over your ascendant. And it is on, let me see if it's actually not quite on it yet. It's at five degrees right now in retrograding and your ascendant is at three degrees. So it's very close. It is an ascendant retrograde. You might have been feeling that you aren't feeling very beautiful lately or that um, 
you've been feeling maybe some pain about your physical self. You might have had, you know, um, an illness or something. Because Chiron is the wounded healer, so it's brought to light maybe some wound uh, over your physical self um, that you've done dealt with maybe. Um, and if not yet, it's coming. It's within that phase. I want you to know it's a transit. Whatever tears come, whatever, you know, if you get insulted by someone out of the blue or something that triggers you from um, maybe some past pain, it is Chiron. It is a wounded healer. It is there to teach you or maybe to test you or to make sure the wound is healed. Okay, because you've got a very strong first house. This, when I see a first house like this, this is called, you better not F with me because I'm an effing queen. Okay, you got, you start out at Aries at three degrees and then it has Venus, part of fortune, moon, sun. No, nobody better mess with you. You worked hard to become the assertive, strong, independent woman that you are becoming. And no one is going to knock this queen off her throne, are they? So you keep doing that, my baby, because I see that happening for you. You've got Uranus that is, you know, it's also retrograding into your first house. So things might seem a little topsy-turvy for a little, but it no let no one, nothing knock you off the throne that you have set and created for yourself, okay? Now, another thing I see is Mercury. Mercury, oh my gosh, is it? Oh, wow. Not exactly. Wow. You are about to have an exact conjunction of Mercury conjuncture, natal Mercury in Taurus at birth. This is major. First of all, the fact that you were born with both Mercury and Lilith and Jupiter in the second house at birth in the first place tells me that you were put on this earth to earn some money. And now you've got Mercury thinking on top of your natal Mercury thinking about money. I want you to put your mind to it right now, girl, because whatever you create monetarily, wow, it is strong, stable. It is a foundation. It is unshakable. And you might get a great idea that comes out of the blue that can make you a lot of money. Seriously. You got your progressed ascendant and your progressed son in the second house of money. So yeah. Oh, and on a positive note, just know that the new moon coming up on the 31st uh, is going to be in Leo, <clears throat> which is trying your first house. That Leo is the fifth house for you. And that tells me that you're going to be able to make, uh, you know, take chances. Play the lotto. I'm serious, Regina. Play the lottery um, around the, you know, I would say start around the 29th. Yeah, just that week, just played a lottery. Um, also, um, the full moon on the 15th of August, that's going to be in your 11th house. And you've got your progressive uh, midheaven there. That's luck. I see luck in your career. Okay. And played a lottery. Okay. All right, Martina. Love to you, my sweet. And if you need to get a full reading so we can go deeper into this, reach out to me so we can do a follow up. Okay. All right. Now, let me see if anyone else has made any requests. And I, I have to admit, I haven't looked thoroughly 
Thank you, Tanya. I noticed she said she's going to connect with me again. Wonderful. Okay, let's see. Okay. Well, I, I, you know, the funny thing is, if I miss anyone, just know I have, and I'm just trying to find there was another link. I think I had something. Just want to make sure I lose these links. So, because I don't, if I don't save them, but I just want to make sure I haven't forgotten anyone. Okay, you guys. Now, I think I've got everyone for tonight. If I, if you wanted a reading and uh, I didn't get to you, then uh, this would have been the time to say something. <laughs> because I, I, I'm about to go off now and do this. So anyway, you guys, it has been my pleasure. Much love and light to all. Many blessings. Wow, I didn't see all these names here. Wow, we're Jessica Ruin and Carla and Latanya and Sibella and Deborah Fenton and Corey Haynes. My goodness, my tribe was out there tonight. Scott Bob even joined. Blessings to all of you. I love you all. And I will see you again on Wednesday when we do the horoscope chart is right on Wednesday night. Many blessings. Namaste. Bye, everyone. <laughs>